Hey, everybody, it's Christian Pedersen, joined by Dan Dickout for another episode of Gonzaga Nate. Like, okay, it, hey, everybody, it's it's really, it's Dan Dickout joined by me. I'm, I don't know why I get to set myself up as he's hanging out with me talking basketball. You're back on another episode of the Gonzaga Nation podcast. You're catching us on a mailbag edition where we ask Dan the fan questions that you guys have submitted to us at Fan Nation Zags or at Dan Dickout 21 on social media. Dan, how are you doing today? Can't complain too much. I mean, it's... Uh... Starting to get late September. I mean, shoot, we're in the the twenties now. Not that that's late September. That's not early September. That means basketball season, college hoops. Are, are you in the are you leaves turning phase of the Pacific Northwest yet? Yeah, you know we got a, a couple trees in our backyard. We got some uh, leaves that are starting to go from gray or, or sorry gray green uh, to that fire orange. So that means in about probably three weeks i've got some good uh good yard work to be done this is not a fan submitted question this is a me submitted question all right let's do it are headed into the fall are you a pumpkin spice and or pumpkin guy in general like do you make that part of your personality for the next couple of months absolutely not i'm uh i'll do pumpkin pie that's for sure but um pumpkin spice not a chance you're not going to catch me getting a pumpkin spice latte at at starbucks I got a question back for you then. Are you a Trey Kennedy fan? Uh, yes. You you got to watch, uh, what is it? It's like a fall something. It, it's like two or three years old. Trey Kennedy had some clips on, uh, you know, uh, fall with the leaves coming down and pumpkin spice lattes. Just making fun of all these different stereotypes. It was hilarious. The girls, uh, girls during fall be like, yes, I will check. Yes, that. that's the one right there. I'll admit that I have... Uh, I have given in and I, I I don't hate pumpkin bagels to start my day off for breakfast every now and then. Um, Y'all pass. Yeah. I don't mean it. Look, I live, I, I, I live, the, I live the life I live, Dan. Let's get to the fan submitted questions though, because that's what people are here for. And we have talked a little bit about schedule and people want to know how many wins are you projecting for this year's Gonzaga team? I mean, that's one of those ways you can kind of hem and haw about it. I don't think this team's going to be undefeated. Uh, I don't think there's any team in college basketball that's going to, you know, have that storyline this year. I think what you're going to see is a ton of balance. I mean, you look at the Maui Invitational, there's a number of teams in the top 10 that you could say have a legitimate Final Four uh, team with aspirations. I think Gonzaga, once you get past that tournament, you're going to have a solid idea of what they are, who they could become if they continue to improve the way that past Gonzaga teams have. I think anything around 25 wins is doable this season. You know, 25 wins kind of is, it's odd. Years ago in college basketball, 20 wins was a benchmark. Gonzaga now, it's 25 wins. But I'm saying this 25 number before the postseason. So this is, pre-WCC tournament, this is NCA tournament. Yeah, so regular season. So I, I think 25 regular season wins um, would be a terrific goal, and I think that's absolutely doable. Next question we had submitted, and you guys remember you can get to us at Fan Nation Zags on all the social media or by searching Gonzaga Nation wherever you get your podcasts. People want to know, are you calling Gonzaga games this year? Uh, yes, I am. I'm, I'm waiting to sign my contract for this upcoming season, but, uh, the plan is to sign it, the, to, uh, sign it hopefully this week. Uh, it will be to call the games on KHQ, Greg Heister and, and Richard Fox. And then I'll also be calling games on CBS sports network, 
Pac-12 Network, um, ESPN, and I've been in, in conversations to call a few games, uh, and then Westwood One Radio. So my busy time of the year is just around the corner, but yes, Gonzaga games uh, will be on my schedule, uh, starting with the craziness in the kennel uh, on October 7th. But, you know, I've gotten this question before, like, why were you not on a Gonzaga game? Well, CBS Sports has my first right for those dates that they offer me assignments. So if there's a conflicting date in my schedule for broadcasting, I automatically go to um, CBS Sports as opposed to a Gonzaga game. I think that uh, there's a lot of fun games, but I'm assuming that that kennel experience has to be like kind of a different type of broadcast in terms of just overall how much fun it is. Yeah, it's funny too because I've called games now for ESPN, CBS Sports, Westwood One, at Gonzaga, um, and the the amount of prep doesn't change, um, but the amount of I, not the amount, but the angle of what I kind of uh, am prepared to to share. Uh, the angle is different uh, because obviously the KHQ games were a hometown crew. I try to call it as down the middle as possible, but anybody listening to this and has seen games knows that, you know, Greg definitely has a Gonzaga slant and that's perfectly fine. He's the hometown play-by-play guy. Um, I try to kind of keep it right down the middle. Um, Fox goes one way or the other, different times of the year, depending on what catches his eye. Uh, But for those other national broadcasts, you know, I'm straight down the middle uh, following the lead of our play-by-play guys. Next question we had submitted to us, and this one was kind of interesting. I never thought about this before because uh, in in football, small schools, an Appalachian State or something like that will be paid by bigger schools for early season games. We're talking about Gonzaga still having some available slots early season, trying to add some stuff like a Chicago State last year. So, like there's just – there's sometimes games where it's a school that you go, oh, didn't think Gonzaga would ever play them. And this person was writing in asking – does Gonzaga have to pay schools for those games? Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, Gonzaga to the point now where they generate enough money um, where they do have buy games. So they will pay a less, well, what is deemed a lesser opponent to come it's to sport game. A, you want to dance around it, but yeah, it is. Yeah. So a lot of times what, what those buy games are is they will agree to pay a, uh, opposing program X amount of money. And with that X amount of money, um, it pays for their travel costs, whether it's hotel, you know, if it's a small school in the area, like for example, Lewis and Clark state and NAI school, um, they'll bus up. They pay, it covers their costs, their travel costs, their hotel costs. Uh, and then typically, um, you know, that school also pockets some money to be able to go back into, you know, supplying what that program needs to run throughout the course of their regular season, whether it's their recruiting budget or whether it's their, you know, game management budget, whatever it is. Uh, But yeah, Gonzaga does have a a number of buy games on their schedule and the buy games can defer when change with who they pay and the amount that they pay, depending on time of year, depending on, you know, negotiations, depending on, uh, the, the location of the school that's coming. There's lots of different variables that can adjust just how much that buy game is worth. Man, I uh, just, I no I had no clue that that was kind of a thing also in, in college basketball, but it's awesome. I feel like for Gonzaga to be at a point where they are enough of an economy 
that they have that war chest to go out and have some buy games. That that is a sign of good times. Yes, being able to. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, for fans out there, it's nowhere like uh, you know, in Alabama or Georgia football with buy games. It's nowhere near that. Yeah, they're not paying eight hundred, but it's it's enough for for schools to be enticed to come play. Yeah, well, that's a good sign, Dan. Thank you very much for checking in with us and answering these fan submitted questions. As a reminder, one more time, you guys can find us at Fan Nation Zags on all the social media. You can get it, Dan, at DanDickow21, or you can search and subscribe Gonzaga Nation wherever you get your podcasts because we are your number one source for all things Gonzaga basketball all season long, both online and on podcast form. Talk to you guys soon. Let's do it.